Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, friends, I am so excited to bring you this episode. I have the privilege and honor of having Stephanie Gass on the show. And here's the thing, friends. I truly believe that God's greatest gifts and God's greatest blessings come in the form of people. And I had the privilege of meeting Steph through the wonderful world of Instagram last year. And we became friends. We partnered together quickly. And a lot of her trainings have truly already transformed my life. So I'm so excited to bring her on and do an interview and pick her brain because there's a lot to pick. Um, And this is part of our interview series. And of course, all of our interviews, it's about helping you pursue your dreams. And so I love having dreamers come on and ask them how they did it. So without further ado, welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Hi, Polly. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. So tell the audience a little bit about Stephanie. Yeah. So I'm Stephanie Gass, like Polly mentioned, and I live in Harris, New Mexico. It's this little mountain suburb of Albuquerque. And what I do is I help that faith-led woman who knows that she's meant to be this kingdom entrepreneur, but can't figure out what, like how to take all these pieces. Number one, get clarity on what her calling is so that she can then move it into a kingdom business. And then how I do that is I help her start a podcast to use her voice for impact and then create typically um, passive income products to support that because whatever we've walked through, whatever experiences we've gone through has equipped us to then teach other people that thing. And I love creating courses out of it because hello, time is money. So that is what I do, run a podcast, The Stephanie Gass Show. And uh, just rebranded that. So that's been super fun. I got two little boys. I'm a daughter of a king, wife. I drink too much coffee. I love to work in my PJs all day and I don't apologize for it. And that is me. Yay, PJs all day. So if you came to the Dreamer Summit, um, Stephanie led the professional growth session and it was a total hit. So grateful that she came in and sewed into our community. And Stephanie is the one who taught me how to run a podcast. She has an incredible course called Podcast Pro University that I signed up for. And what's great about it for me was not only did it teach you like the ins and outs of like, okay, this is how you actually record something. This is how you plug in your mic. This is the kind of mic you might want to buy and all the stuff you need. Um, you know, tactically, it was a lot of vision focus, like who your person is and how to do it and do it well and streamline it. So this is not just another thing on your plate. Cause honestly, before meeting Steph, I I had the dream to start a podcast, but I was like, 
oh, that's just like one more thing. And I literally don't have time, but it was through her training that I realized the podcast is going to be this huge catalyst of my whole purpose, which is to sow into women, sow into Christians and help them pursue their purpose. And this is one way I get to do that. And it helps me to streamline my content, which I love. So I just want to say thank you because you've been a huge, um, influence on me. You're welcome. And I saw, you know, when Polly and I were sitting together, we became friends and then I was on the dreamer summit. And then I'm like, Polly, like you need a podcast girl, because (laughs) the product line that we all love so much, Tracio printing products, there's more than a product line, right? There's a brand behind it. There's a purpose behind the products that we sell and the things that we stand for. And that's where podcasting comes in. And why I'm so passionate about it is when we give, we give and we serve from our hearts, then people ultimately are like, I've had a transformation from Polly's free stuff. And now I want the product lines. And so Polly had the products, which is typically (laughs) where people are stuck, like, well, what do I sell? But then she needed to go ahead and amp up the personal brand in a way that could be scalable instead of being in so many places at once. So it's a perfect example of me, what I do taking women who want to create impact, but in a way where they can still show up for their families, do it um, really automated and efficiently. Like I'm super here for all of that. So you're doing amazing. So how many people have you taken through the process of learning how to start a podcast? Yeah, we have about 430 people who've gone through Podcast Pro University and it started doing coaching. So it started with, Hey, Steph, help me start a show. Cause you started a show and it's doing so well. And I'm like, okay. So I'd sit down and coach with these women and realized I'm coaching the same thing over and over again. Mm. So this naturally. is something naturally that is a tactical. And, and when you guys teach or do something tactical, how can that become a product? So then it became the course podcast pro university became num- my number one selling product. And, um, I still do some coaching on the front end to help people get that clarity or they take my clarity course and then they move into the PPU is our acronym for it. So 420 and of that, I mean, at least half of them have really intentionally gone through it, launched the shows. And I have many who are ranked top in their category, who are making passive revenue from their shows now and are working much, much, much less, but having more success. Yeah. I've never really done a lot. I haven't done a lot of online courses, to be honest. Um, I've done a couple like courses, like I did Tony Robbins business mastery course live. Like I'm more into like live stuff typically. And I have to say your course was so good because I actually went through the whole thing (laughs) and the community, like the Facebook community, I've never been a part of a Facebook community. No offense, everybody that I actually liked. (laughs) And it was like, oh, wow, all these people are on the same train as me and they're all super nice. And I actually feel a virtual hug when I get in there. And that was so cool. And one of the things that I I really am so impressed with the way you have followed your calling is your commitment to boundaries. Um, It's so inspiring. I've listened to a lot of your episodes on boundaries and you have challenged me to do stronger boundaries, not just with my business, like, which was huge. I hired people. I finally got a team, like, thank you for that. (laughs) And then, uh, but the other one of deleting social media on the weekends, that has been life-changing for me. And 
it's so easy when you see success and you see growth and you see all these people and all this impact that you're having to think, okay, I've got to stay on. Like, look at what I'm doing. Look at how it's working. Look at the traction. I'm having success. And then you literally run yourself into the ground. And so you have been such a good example of how to have sustainable success and spiritual health um, in the process. And I guess take me a little bit into like how you were able to establish that boundary for you. Yeah. Okay. So I think a lot of this breakthrough and this woman that you see now came because came out of this brokenness, you know, that had to happen in my life. And for me, my spiritual gifts are leadership. And so then that naturally leads into like this desire for success. Right. And going in, in my twenties into network marketing. And I I reached the top 1% of the company and I hit this like massive success train. And so it became an idol for my, in my life. And with that idol came massive social media inflow because there was constantly leads I was talking to. I was the one running the calls. I was the one on the stages. I was the one running the meetings. And, um, I became really infatuated with this idea that when I hit this certain level, you know, everything makes sense. I'm worthy. I'm enough. And everything else was second to that, including I had my son and I've missed years. I will never get back with him because of that idol. Um, my marriage, you know, was on the rocks, not on the rocks, but it was, it was hard for a while. Mm. Cause he's like, this is all you care about. And I would tell myself, this isn't all I care about. This is for you guys, but it wasn't for them. It was for me. And so what I love so beautifully about how God works is, and I'm stubborn. So God's like, okay, like we're going to have to do something here because she's not listening. (laughs) And so my, in 2016, my business totally crumbled. It kind of imploded. Now, however that came about, um, that was the, the, the hardest moment in my life because I've always been good at work. And so work, when I wasn't good at work anymore, this, this whole facade I had built in my mind of my worthiness, my success, my achievement, it crumbled. And I was, I was in this puddle of like, who am I? This brokenness, this identity crisis. And I had to, that was the moment when there's nothing to lose, right? You're in the pile of ashes. That's really when you're reborn. And so in 2016, I called my Britney Spears year. You guys remember when she like (laughs) shaved her head and starts like smacking the car with the the umbrella. umbrella. Oh, hashtag free Brittany. Oh, free Brittany. I'm like, that was me in 2016. And so anyway, but because of that, my eyes were opened mm. and I got with God. I really was just really born again in so many ways. Um, spiritually reborn again, got back with like, what does God want for my life and want me to be? And I wrote on this piece of paper, these new boundaries for my life that started with you know, it's all about him. Like my gifts for his glory. I'm done with doing this for me. Cause look where that left me. Right. We have no money borrowing kit money from my son's savings account. The business is gone anyway. So what was all that for doing this? The world's way is not working. So I'm done with that. And so I laid all that down and was like, I don't know, I guess I'm not worth what I make, but I am worth what God says that I am worth. So I wrote on the paper, I'm a good mom. I am spiritually in tune with him. I'm going to get my health back. I was having anxiety attacks because of all of that. I had gained weight, all of these things. 
and just living really unhealthy. And so from that paper, I would just wake up every day, Polly, and be like, what would this chick on the paper do? You know, I'm not her because she's, her life looks pretty good, but what would she do? And she'd go to the gym and she'd talk to God every day and she'd wake up and she'd pray and she'd get in the Bible and she'd just share her heart without knowing where it was going. And she'd stop doing it all for money and she'd start doing it for his glory. And I started there and it was really hard, you know, and I would fall and I'd get back up and I'd fall. But because of that, making those promises to myself on that piece of paper, um, I'm now her, I'm the girl on the paper. And what it was, was how does he want me to live? And it wasn't for my business. It was for him, then for my marriage, then for my children, you know, then for my household and my health and then my business Mm -hmm. and putting them in that order and making those promises that were non-negotiable has completely transformed my life. And because it's changed my life so much, that's why I push it so hard on my community because the enemy's favorite tool to keep us down and stuck is distraction. It's social media. It's idolatry of the fix. How does it feel when you get the bump from seeing the like? How does it feel to feel like you can't miss a message? You know, and those are idols that we, it's been normalized by society so much that we don't notice that we fall and pray to those things. But when we put them down and lay them down, we see that our life feels different. Like, how did you feel the first weekend when you deleted the apps? What was different? Well, at first I felt like I had withdrawals. I was like scratching my neck. Like, <laughs> like I must check the Instagram. Like, What's happening in the news? Um, but I'll tell you what happened. I started having eye contact with my daughter more. She started crawling in my lap more. Um, I caught the signal that she needed to go to the bathroom. So we had a successful potty training moment because I was aware and I wasn't with my digital pacifier. Um, I decided to paint some Valentines and my daughter decided she wanted to paint. So I got some finger paints out and we had a whole art session and that was really fun. And that was really special. And I was getting back in touch with me and having some real peace and it carried into the next week because from there, I, my addiction is slowly starting to evaporate and I'm able to put it down more. I've also hired someone to run Horatio printing social media or at least execute it. Um, so I don't have the excuse anymore. Well, I've got to, it's part of my business. It's how I serve people. It's part of my ministry, right? Customer service is a ministry. I had all this story in my head um, as an excuse to stay stuck. And here's the thing, 10% of the time, sure. Yeah, I was doing something great. 90% of the time, waste of breath. You know what I mean? Waste of time, which is one of the most important resources we have. Um, you know, and I've been teaching for so long, you have to be intentional with your time, lay down distractions, focus on your passions. And then I'm literally so addicted to my phone. I'm, I'm living in um, a dystopia or a disconnect of what I'm teaching and what I'm doing. And so I feel like for the first time in a long time, I have freedom. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I had a Sabbath and I, I have my daughter alone for this week. Um, so I was like, I'm still going to delete social media. It's going to be great. And on Sunday, I needed to get some work done. And I was like, you know what? I'll probably do some work during the nap. And then I sat down on the couch and God was like, do you trust me? Mm. Do you trust me? And I was tired and I wanted to take a nap. And he was like, go take a nap. And I took an hour and a half nap yesterday and it was glorious. 
And I believe that the more we trust and the more we surrender and the more we lean into his rest and his will, we're going to see a flourish in all areas of life. That's so beautiful. So you said a few things that I want everyone to hear, you know, at first it's really uncomfortable to lay down the things that we think we need, the things that we think, and we're making excuses as to why we have to have them. If there's anything in your life that you think you have to have, take a hard look at that thing, right? And ask God to reveal to you, you know, father, reveal those idols to me, show them to me, open my eyes. And he will, we have to be willing then to be obedient when we hear back and there'll be things that he brings to me. I'm like, Oh, cool. I didn't see that. I'm super on that. I'm laying it down because my life, his way is peaceful. And Polly said that too, peaceful. It's intentional. It's present. You know, I'm now, I'm now the opposite where I'm addicted to like, when can I delete my app today? I am (laughs) every day. You guys, I'm hiding it from myself after I've posted this stuff. I've actually outsourced the posting to the team. So I don't have to get in there if I don't want to, I take pictures early. I post them on social in the mornings and then I delete it because they're there for 24 hours. I don't need to see a message at the moment it hits me, you know? And then at dinner, we have a, now a little box where everybody puts their phone in the box during dinner and the weekends it's, it's deleted. And you're, you're like free from this addiction that you didn't really know was stealing from you, stealing from those moments with your babies, from doing the Valentine's, from me sitting down at breakfast or lunch or dinner with my kids and just having a 15 minute conversation with them instead of mommy doesn't really listen to me because she goes, "Uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then what did you say? Like, think about the impact. And this is not to shame or judge anyone because I have been there. I yeah. still get there. Okay. You oh, know, me, not, sure. me too. As we're well. not perfect. Yeah. But, I, but I'll tell you that the, the biggest blessing in our lives is our lives and it's showing up for God and showing up for your kids or your spouse. And when we have this little, like Polly said, digital pacifier, you can't be all there because your brain is tied to something that is constantly pulling and endor, you know, endorphins. How do you say endorphin? Endorphin? <laughs> Serotonin. <laughs> Whatever it does to you, you know. Dopamine, and, all of them. Dopamine, yeah. <laughs> and so you're not able to be, you're not able to get like what God has for you, like the goodness and, and the life hits that God has for you. You're taking a worldly hit. That's the best way that I have to say that. And until you lay down the worldly stuff that you are idolizing that you think you need so badly, you know, God's a gentleman. He's over here waiting like daughter, when are you going to lay that down? So I can show you what true meaning and enoughness and wholeness and purpose and memories. Let me show you what that really is, but he's yeah. waiting for us to put it down so he can yeah. show it to us. Absolutely. I will say too, it felt like a vacation. Um, I remember when my husband and I did our honeymoon, we did eight nights on a boat with like no cell service and you know, it, it was a lot, uh, to live on a boat, but, um, <laughs> a boat. but there, there's a moment when you hit on a vacation where you have bad cell service, they're like, Oh, this feels good. I like it. And then it's like, why not do that every weekend at your house? I love, um, John Mark Comer's book, um, the ruthless elimination of hurry. He talks about observing the Sabbath and what does it mean to observe it? And it's the same way you observe a holiday like Christmas, you prepare for it, you get excited for it, you make arrangements ahead of time to enjoy it. So like imagine your Sunday being like your Christmas and you get to open that up with your family and have a tradition and have 
time to just be like, that's what your life can be. If you take ownership, no one plans to go down a three hour rabbit hole on TikTok. You don't put that in your planner and say, you know, okay, what's my Sunday? I'm going to do a rabbit hole down TikTok for three hours. And then I'm going to realize, oh my gosh, why did I do that? I'll get a headache from all the screen time. You know, like you don't plan to, it's just, it's designed to do that to you. Um, and unfortunately, because it's so addictive, we actually have to create a wall before we can build a fence and you have to just set up a boundary for yourself. So I didn't know we were going to take it this far into this topic, but you and I both know this is a crucial topic. It's crucial. And I think what Polly said, I want to highlight is that start small. Like if this feels really overwhelming and you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't, you guys, I'm twitching. I'm twitching. Look like why don't you start with delete the app for one hour a day, Monday through Friday, or start with you turn it, your, you turn. And I am Polly, like I have to delete the apps and complete. I can't just hide them from myself. I know where they are. I can't set the little timer. It doesn't work. Yeah. And this timer doesn't work. And yeah, I'm yeah. in 10, I am so intensely serious about boundaries. And if I can get re-addicted in one day, what about those of you that haven't broken the addiction yet? So we, I delete the apps completely, Facebook and Instagram and any other app you're in often delete them completely. I promise you just write down your password. It's going to be okay. Your messages will still be there when you get back. Okay. I promise you I'll get back in. I'm like, I didn't miss anything. I've got like, you know, a couple messages, nothing serious is going on. It's totally great. So I delete them, but starting small, I started with just Saturday and Sunday. That's where I started. Now it's to the point of it's every day, Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes I leave it off until like Wednesday. I'm serious. And let me tell you guys something crazy. Those of you running a business going, well, I can't, I run a business and I use social media. My business has exponentially, exponentially increased since I've deleted social media and switched it for my long form content, which is podcasting period, end of story. You, here's your permission slip. If social media is an idol and it is stealing from your life, you do not have to have it in order to build and grow a successful business. Newsflash. This is what I'm here for. Like, seriously, you can lay that stuff down, show up twice a week, post some promotion and delete it again. And my business is proof of that. My students' businesses are proof of that. You don't have to have it. Yeah. And I think one of the other reasons it's so powerful whether you run a business or not, is when you're able to remove a distraction, you have all this new free space to use your brain, which is one of the most important gifts God gave you. Your imagination is God-given. It is God-inspired. You are created in his image as an imaginative human being. And to use your divine creativity and to sit with a problem, because what humans naturally love to do, we really naturally like to sit with a problem, have solutions, dream up something, uh, create it and see it come to fruition. When you take away the digital pacifier and the distraction, you're going to have space to come up with something neat, especially as you spend more time with God, as you connect to him, you will pull from his divine creativity. And so that's where fulfillment is. That's where the joy is friend. That's where the fruits of the spirit can be born. If you actually have the space to meet with God and to be bored or just to sit with a question to journal, you're not going to have time to read the book or journal. If you're, if you're always stuck in this addiction that you're not aware of. Yeah. 100%. And that's also 
what the, the enemy knows this, right? And so why mm. is he us distracted? Why does he want us to be addicted to Netflix instead of getting into the Bible every day? Why does he want you addicted to social media? Because then you are not free to fulfill the purposes and the passions that are already inside of you. Mm-hmm. And you're not spending that time renewing your mind, hearing from God, hearing what he wants us to do and having that God-sized courage. Instead, we're over here like, but instead let me just check the likes. Like really think about that in a big picture, in a big picture perspective and know that I believe that is a true tactic from the enemy distraction and social media. And can it be used for good? Yes. But yes. we have to first lay it down and know how to steward it and have those boundaries in place. Um, plus your life will be better. Your, your motherhood, your marriages, your yourself, your sanity, like your brain needs a break, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so good. Well, I want to dive more into your story stuff and like yeah. how you have now created this massively successful passive income business that I'm so just inspired by. Um, and really, I want to kind of go back to the beginning of you creating this business. And I would love to know what was a limiting belief you had to kind of walk over and overcome? Maybe you're still grappling with it. Um, or maybe not yeah. that you've had to work through to get to where you're at. Yeah. Okay. That's a really good question. I think what happened, the, the biggest thing for me was I had the success and I had the money and the recognition. And then because I had done that the world's way, it brought so much pain into mm-hmm. my life ultimately. And I lost time with my son and, you know, all the things I had mentioned in the story earlier. So once I started, was partnered with God in this journey. And I was trying to figure out my way. So I was trying different things. I was doing lives. I was, um, I was YouTubing. So funny. Please do not go back to 2016 and look at Stephanie Gass's YouTube channel. We'll have anyway. a link in the show notes. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though. Cause if you do, you'll see like how much growth comes from taking really awkward, messy action, right. When you don't know what the outcome is anyways. So then, so in, um, 2018, I had, I, I was having some success, like small, it was fine. We were like making it, we were making it work. And I had some courses. I didn't know if they were the right things yet. I, I was still struggling with my, my niche, you know, going out of network marketing into now, like this, this faith led woman who wanted to be this entrepreneur. Like, how do I make bridge that gap? And so I've been praying and God spoke to me in a dream and said, start a podcast clear as day, extraordinarily vivid. I'm like, about what? Okay, let's go. So like, you know, I get out this crackly $20 mic that I had in a drawer and I plugged in. I'm like, "Eh, so what's up? Let's do this. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to be obedient. Like if God said to start a podcast, I'll just open my mouth and he will fill it. Praise Lord Jesus. Let's go. And so what happened though, is because I was being obedient, the success started to happen and the clarity started to happen. And people like, Hey, Steph, do you do coaching? And I'm like, I guess I do. Like, and I kept stopping it. So the limiting belief was if I open these doors, if I allow the floodgates to open, I'm going to become her again. Mm. I'm going to become a workaholic again. I'm going to leave my family behind again. I'm going to let money take over my life again. And I'm going to lose what I've built with God. I'm going to lose what I've rebuilt with my family. And I didn't want to be her again. So I stopped the success over and over again. Like these things, these opportunities would come through and I'd be like, breaks, 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 breaks. Cause like success means an idol for me. Right. And so I had this inch. God is so good. Right. Like this girl come on the show or something. 
And she was like, I'm a coach. And um, I'm like, well, coach me. Let's have that be your podcast episode. And she was like, okay. And so she coached me and it like nothing groundbreaking except this one moment. It was groundbreaking because this one moment was worth everything, you know? And she just looked at me in the face and she was like, I said, I know that I'm supposed to write a book. I know that I'm supposed to be on stages. I know that I've known it my whole life, but like, I can't get there. And she's like, you're just terrified of success. I'm like, Mm. I am. And then she's like, why? What about success is so scary for you? And then I literally started crying and said all the things I just said to you, I'm going to leave them behind. I'm going to become that woman again. And she looked at me in the face. She was like, you're doing this different. You are with God this time. This is God-led success, God-sized success. Bring Bring them with you. Why wouldn't you bring the kids with you on the trips? Why wouldn't you do the book this way? Like just hearing someone else tell me you can do this success any way. It doesn't have to be an idol. It doesn't have to be 24 seven. And you can do this God's way instead of the world's way was like this massive permission slip to step into success again. Hmm. That's such a common thing as Christians to be scared of success. I know I've faced that success is like, okay, maybe that's also sinful. It feels like it's scary. It's just scary. Like, does God actually want me to be successful? I thought he wants me to be tired, exhausted martyr. You know, I like, um, that just reminded me of a scripture. I want to read to you guys. This is Joshua chapter one verses seven through nine. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it and you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Um, I just heard a podcast, Christine Kane spoke on the topic of success because we can be scared of it. But as Christians, we're not just called to be saved. We're also called to be successful because when you're running your life full speed, healthy, you are going to have more impact for the kingdom, period. So you are called to take control of your life in a sense, not like we're supposed to surrender our life to God, but in the sense of I'm taking ownership of my time and I get to choose how I live my life. I do have free will and God calls us to be intentional, to, um, to appreciate the time on earth we have and to steward our resources. Right. Yeah. And yeah, Joshua one, nine, I literally had a flash of that verse before we got on this call. It's hilarious. God, so he always has jokes, you know? So good. But, and on that point, that's the whole thing is like when you're walking in a business and this was what happened for me, it was like, cool. Like whatever you want to make of this business, whatever size it becomes, the favor, the provision, just use it for your glory. So whatever money comes with that, it's yours. And I will put it where you say, I will do what you want. I will, we will pay off debt. We will have a good life. Of course but what else can we do for you and your kingdom? 
that money is not mine because this business isn't mine. I'm here showing up for it. I'm opening my mouth. I'm stewarding it, but God's laying the path. He's laying the path before my feet. Before I open my mouth, I pray, I pray over this mic, this thing, Polly prayed before we started talking on here today. Like it's all for him. So when you think of it that way and go, gosh, if I thought of money that way and favor and provision and success, and whatever success even means your voice, your voice can be success. You can be on a stage, impacting people, planting seeds, changing lives. Success could be at home, raising world changers. Mm -hmm. Success could be in a corporate space, planting seeds. Like we don't know what God has for us. All it is, is like, Hey, I'm like Hebrews 12, 11, all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful yet to those who have been trained by it afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I'm constantly like, I am here to be obedient and walk in discipline for you. And, and once I like just surrendered that whole thing, then he knew I was ready to steward success because he knew when I got it, I wouldn't be attached to it. It's not hoarded. This is mine. Work harder. It could be gone. It was, whoa, look what God's given me to steward for the kingdom. And now I can give more, tithe more, um, get out of debt, do these gifts and these things that others will be blessed by. Um, and it's, it's all, it's so cool and really surreal because I look at it and I'm like, that's not something I could have built on my own. It's, mm. you know, when, when you look at your life or your business and it's almost as if you're watching a movie because you know, like alone, my business wouldn't look like this. I wouldn't work 30 hours in a week, a week with a podcast, this size with business, this size with a team of women handpicked from God. I couldn't have done that alone. So his hand is on it. And when his hand is on it, I know that it's his and that he'll use it for his good and his glory. So it's the perspective shift. Why do you want money? Why do you want success? Why do you want a flourishing business? Who do you want to impact? What do you want to stand for? What do you want to give to? What problems do you want to solve in the world? He will use you if you stand up for those purposes. Mm, that's so good. I was just about to ask you, what would you say to somebody who wanted to start a business or, you know, follow in your footsteps and you kind of just hit the nail on the head already. So I don't even feel like I need to, but if you had any, I guess, final encouragement for a dreamer who has the dream to grow their current business or start a business, um, side hustle, any of that, what would you say to them? I would say, take it to God. My first always now is, is this a Steph dream or a God dream? Hmm. Really? And then once you give it to God, have some patience to wait for an answer because I have moved. This is just my personality, right? I've moved on stuff going, yeah, yeah, that was God. And like, it wasn't, that was a step thing. And you can tell because it feels hard and it feels not that sometimes my business isn't hard, but my business, the doors will open divine connections. Um, just all the things, but when it's a step thing, it's like, it's, it's harder or it doesn't feel right. And if I stopped leaping before it was blessed by God, I would have gotten here a lot faster. So praying over it, surrendering it to him and letting go of control of an outcome. This is the hardest thing I think for my clients and students is because they're not making any money yet. They're like, I finally have the thing or Steph helped me get this clarity on my calling. I'm ready to make it. I'm ready for all the thousands of dollars. And I'm like, okay, but nobody gets to skip chapter one. Okay. Like all the disciples didn't get to just hop to like the glory days. It was like, they're over there, like sweating, trekking, setting up tents. Like, I mean, the nomadic life. So we're over here going, 
give, serve, just give. So start there, start with giving and blessing people however you can, whether it's a podcast, free content, a blog, a YouTube, it doesn't matter, but starting there within your heart, I'm showing up for this without the outcome because the outcome is always unknown. God is the only one that knows the outcome. So letting go of that control. And then the third step or tip is step out in faith, girl. Like if you sit there and you think about it and you think about it, how can we ever get the clarity? God can't give us the divine connections if we're scared to even step out in faith. So praying for that God-sized confidence, praying for that fearlessness to come in and then opening your mouth before you're ready, taking the step before you're ready and then allowing him to lay the path and just going, keep refining me, keep opening the doors, close the doors that are not for me and open the doors that are from you. And that's it. Just starting to go partnered with him and being really, really discerning that you're not doing it the world's way, but his way. That's so, so, so good. Um, and I love what you said about it, taking time. That's so important because good things take time. You know, that's why there's so much scripture in the Bible on planting because planting and growing crops. Um, it's not a microwave situation. Um, and I know you teach passive income, but it's not like you worked passively to make passive income, right? You work very actively to make passive income. And I think there's a misconception in that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's not just this, Oh, here's this like, you know, perfect golden ticket that like, if you just plug this key into the keyhole, like money's going to fly out like a, you know, slot machine. Um, it's, it's intentional. It does take work, but I think one of the things that you do so well is you help people find their Lola or their, the person that they're serving. And when you make it less about you and more about God, like you have to decrease for him to increase, but then also you have to keep your eyes focused on the person you're helping. For me, when I get nervous about, okay, how do I sound? How do I look? How did that come across? Oh, I, I'm an idiot. Cause like all those limiting beliefs come in, you're like, Oh, I sound stupid. Like those, those stories in our head, the more I focus on the person I'm serving, the Lisa, the Amy, the Sarah, the, you know, insert Horatio printing family. Yeah. That is where I get my confidence because it's not about me. And here's the thing, you can sit all day waiting for the fearlessness to arrive. That might not ever fully arrive, right? You have to do it. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and you should see my old YouTube videos. They're, they're pretty terrible. Um, but the more, the more you show up, the better you become, you know, it just, you have to just work that muscle till it grows, um, with God. So this has been so helpful. We talked about boundaries. We talked about stepping out. I've loved hearing more about your story. Um, and I do have in the show notes, a special link. If you feel called and led to start a podcast, I could not recommend more podcast pro university. Cause it's not just the technical how to, because you could Google that friends. This is actually a step-by-step of like how to do it successfully. And at the end of it, you already have mapped out 30 to 50 episode ideas. I mean, it, it's, it takes you from every part of it so that you're not just starting from scratch, but you're starting with confidence. And that's what was so helpful for me because it truly changed my business. So check out the show notes. I have a special link with special offer for you if that's something you're looking into. 
And Stephanie, I'm just so thankful for you. I appreciate you being on the show. I know I'm going to have her back on for sure because we have a lot of topics to cover. <laughs> I know. We're like, should we just have like a five series sequence, you guys? Get in the Insta- get an Instagram and let Polly and I know. We should have like five episodes. We'll see. We'll see it whenever we re-download the app. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. This has been so fun. And y'all let us know. We're going to throw out a challenge for you right now. And that challenge is for you to delete the apps. You can just commit to one time right now just to try it, but tag Polly and I and let us know in Instagram that you've deleted the apps and that you are trying the intentional no app weekend challenge. We want to hear from you and see if you did it. And then we want to hear what changed for you when you're done. Yes. I love that. Actually, I just um, shared on my personal on Friday that I went, I deleted it and I challenged some of my friends and my friend just got on today. Today's Monday we're recording and she told me what she did this weekend. So I was like, yeah, I love to hear these stories. It's like giving yourself a vacation friends, which is something we all need. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to take a real one eventually. (laughs) Oh, oh, and tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, yes. So y'all, I run a podcast, The Stephanie Gas Show. We do um, clarity work over there, live coaching, all the tips and tricks for running a God-centered entrepreneurial business, if that's something that you do or are interested in. And my website is stephaniegas.com. And then my IG is Stephanie Gas. Come say hi. Yay. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Okay, seriously, how awesome is Stephanie Gas? If you've been listening to this episode and you're like, you know what? I want to start a podcast. I have a dream to start a podcast. Please, please, please go check out Stephanie's course, Podcast Pro University. I took it. I'm a part of the student community group. It has been so incredibly helpful. And also, Stephanie gave me a code to bless you guys with $50 off. All you have to do is go down into the show notes, grab the link, use the code Horatio, H-O-R-A-C-I-O at checkout, and you'll get $50 off your ticket. So yay! Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope that this episode has blessed you in some way. If it did, please take 30 seconds to leave a quick review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I love seeing your feedback and I read every single one. Also, if you want to help spread the word about this podcast and this ministry, please share a screenshot to your social media, either your Instagram or your Facebook, and tag me in it, tag Horatio Printing, and I would love to just connect with you on a deeper level. Now, before you go, I just want to make sure that you know you are invited to join the Horatio Printing Academy. And if you've been feeling stuck or stagnant in your ability to dream, or maybe you've been feeling unqualified to really put yourself out there and dream those big dreams and pursue the things that make you happy, I wanna help you through the dream crafting course. And I have a gift for you. You can use the code DREAM50, that's DREAM50, to get $50 off the dream crafting course. Now the doors are opening May 14th, and I cannot wait to welcome you into the Academy. Every single member of the Academy gets access to our student community, which is a private Facebook group filled with dreamers encouraging each other on this journey together as we discover our purpose and really conquer limiting fears, the fear of judgment, the fear of failure, and any limiting beliefs that are holding us back from our dreams. I cannot wait to see you in there and you'll also get access to our live monthly support sessions. So if you wanna take your dreams to the next level, 
do not wait. Go over to thedreamerinyou.com. Use that code. And as I said before, the doors open May 14th, and I cannot wait to see you there. And I truly believe the best is yet to come.